Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast, your one-stop shop for all things mental health and college. Hosted by college student and entrepreneur Sammy Beatrice, you'll hear from herself as well as her incredible guests on how you can fashion your passion and get less confused in your college journey. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Fashion Your Fashion podcast. I am super excited you're here. Welcome back if you are a return listener and welcome if you are new here. My name is Sammy Beatrice. I am a mental health speaker and the host of this very mental health podcast. Welcome to episode 121. I apologize if there are frequent like cuts or breaks or anything like that, but I'm currently getting over a cold and so I still have a cough and so I have my medicine ball here with me um, and I'm just going to try to get through this and my voice may sound a little bit different, but I want to put out content for you and I'm super excited about this week's episode. So I was like, might as well do it anyways. And also I get out of breath very easily. So I apologize. But today we are going to talk about something that we talked about in last week's episode with Hani. I freaking love her, you guys. She is like a fellow S East Coast gal. Wow. Um, And it was just so natural and so easy to talk to her and chat with her about everything that she has going on and really how she went from finance to digital marketing, which is super cool. And so I figured this week's episode, the best topic to sort of talk about is moving through your parents' expectations of what you want and sort of like how to hold your own ground for what you want to do and sort of like realizing what your true passions are after sort of getting out Uh, from under their vision. As many of you know, the whole premise of this podcast started because I had a passion for something and it brought me a lot of joy. And at that time, my passion was teaching Hebrew school or, you know, sort of like teaching in a Jewish way. And I thought that that was going to be my destiny. I really did. I thought like I was going to just go to school for Jewish studies and then go off and be a teacher in either a Jewish day school or a Hebrew school or something like that. And then in my senior year, as I started to figure out who I was and what I wanted to do, that vision started to evolve. And so at first, I was like, all my life, I've wanted to be a teacher. All my life, I've wanted to be a therapist. And all my life, I've sort of wanted to be like some life coach, like just helping others. And in that, I realized that really what the essence of what I want to do is it within the Jewish realm of things is to become a rabbi. And so I was like, I can still do a Jewish studies major and I'll go to rabbinical school afterwards. It's a beautiful rabbinical school in LA. That's what I'll do. And that was my plan. So September 20, 2018, holy shit, I applied to a bunch of different schools, East Coast and West Coast for Jewish studies. And I was sort of ready to do that. And through the next, so th- through that year, through senior year, I discovered a lot of different things about myself and I started this podcast and I was like communications is really cool too and I was like okay I'll major I'll double major in Jewish studies and communications and I you know and I sort of dabbled in that field for a while and then when I had my wise presentation or my senior experience presentation in April of 2019 that was when my whole world shifted and I stood up in front of a few classes you know from my high school And I talked about how to find your passion for 25 minutes. And I had no script, like no plan. Like I obviously had a plan, but like no like sort of like there was no rehearsal that was involved. It just sort of rolled off the tongue. And 
I was so lit up by that experience that I vowed to myself that was the one thing that I would do for the rest of my life. And when I told my parents this, for background, my mother, I mean, you guys can go back to their episode. It's really early on. But my mother is a teacher and my father was an entrepreneur for a while and still is, but it's sort of like his side gig. And then he works with startups and he's sort of like um, the CIO currently of a startup. So he he knows the corporate and the entrepreneur space well. My mom only knows sort of like the traditional like go to school, get a job and like have that solid job forever. When I told my parents about this, obviously my dad was like, you know, my both of my parents were skeptical about it, but my dad was more supportive because he just understood it better. And my mom was like, mm, like, you know, okay, if you're going to like switch your full major to communications, like maybe you should do like teaching as like a, a minor or like you do education as a minor just as a backup. And she always kept talking about backups and I should do this as a backup and that as a backup. But I knew in my heart that like I have a teacher's heart through and through. Like my history of teaching for eight years will not leave my soul. And no matter where I go, what I do, I will always have an aspect of me that loves to teach and that has that experience of teaching. So no matter if I took 25 units of an education minor or not, I still have those teacher experiences and I still have those teacher qualities to me. So I knew that in my heart and I knew that that what I wanted to do would allow me to use those qualities, but would also allow me to be a lot more free and a lot more happy than if I were to go off to, you know, a normal teaching job or if I were to go off into like a rabbinical job. And I remember for like the last two months of, of high school, I really realized like I, I thought about it for a while, like every day. And I was just like, okay, like if I become a rabbi, like usually you stay in like, you know, you stay in a synagogue for a handful of years. And I was like, you have to be at that's a synagogue for a certain amount of hours like per week you know and you have to like meet with people like in person and there's not much traveling and you like have to keep to your community and you can't really you know go out farther and I was like with teaching it's the same thing like you have to stay in your community you can't take a lot of days off you can't really travel that much and as I started to think about it more and more I felt more and more trapped and I felt like I am not going to be able to function properly if I have to stay in one little community for years on end. I was like, I want to travel. I want to explore the world. I don't want to be like the job that I was thinking about then, like becoming an entrepreneur will allow me to travel everywhere. I don't want to be closed off to one area. And so I was more and more convinced that that is what I should do. And, you know, throughout, obviously you guys all know my college journey and it's been a really hard journey. And so throughout the journey, you know, when I wanted to drop out or when I, when I've you know, not done so well in my classes, there have been folks who have been like, oh, switch over to this and this will be easier. Switch over to that and X will be easier. And I've really had to say, no, this is my destiny and this is where I'm supposed to go. And it gets hard sometimes because your brain gets cluttered by everything everyone else is saying and you start to think that that is the way you should go, right? Like you, because you love your parents so much, because you love your best friend so much, because you, you know, the people closest to you, you value their advice so much, their opinions are going to get cluttered in your mind. And the end of the day, it's just that. It's just their opinion about your situation and your life. There's no record that says that someone else's opinion 
should be the status quo for your life. Someone else's opinion should not be the status quo for your life. And when you realize that, you take everyone else's opinion with a grain of salt. You take everyone else's opinion and you say, I trust you, I respect you, which means I value your opinion, but it doesn't mean I'm going to do exactly what you're saying to do. Because we are designed to have this intuition about our lives where only we know what's best for us, where only we know what we really want. And when you can hone in on that and you can be confident enough to say, this is what I really want and no one's going to stop me from getting there, that is when you succeed. That is when you can go off and be the things you want to be. But it's going to be hard and it's going to take work because they're your parents. They're your grandparents. They're your best friends. They've been with you through the best and the worst of things, and that's not going to change, but it's harder to quote-unquote devalue someone's opinion when they mean so much to you. It's harder to believe that the thing you feel most in your heart and your intuition is telling you is the right thing when the people you care most about are telling you that it's not. So no matter if you're in high school or if you're in college or you, you are post-grad and you want to make a huge career shift, at the end of the day, you can collect everyone's opinion, make the tallies about whether you, you, know, you take the leap or not, but you need to sit with yourself and say, what do I really want? What do I want to do? And what feels most right to me in this moment, in this season of my life? Because no one else knows what's going on as deeply as you do. And... <laughs> Our parents just want the best for us. It's true. They raise a kid for 18 years and they want to see you succeed. Some parents even want their children to do quote unquote better than they did, or they want to live out their own dreams vicariously through you. So there's no harm and there's no foul in their expectations and and the things that they want you to do because they just want to see you succeed. But sometimes that success, they may not understand it in the moment. They may not understand that you are wanting to go off the beaten path. They may not understand that you're wanting to start anew and break the generational tradition of whatever it is that runs in your family. They may not understand that, but they're going to because you're going to show them how to succeed. You're going to show them that this plan is worth it, this path is worth it, and it doesn't matter whether or not anyone's going to doubt you because you never doubted yourself. You never said, I, oh, I'm going to fail at this because everyone else said I'm going to fail at it. You knew you were going to succeed no matter what it took, and you're going to. Even if it doesn't seem like it right now, you're going to succeed in whatever you do. And you need to understand that no matter what everyone else thinks about what you're doing right now, keep going, keep pushing because it is more worth it than moving on in someone else's story of your life. Moving on in the path of basically least resistance, right? Because if you take the path of what your parents want you to do, it's easier because you're not fighting with them. You're not, you know, having conversations and explaining to them what you want to do. They understand what you're you're trying to do. But when you take the path with the hurdles, when you take the path with the obstacles, it gets really hard and it gets really tough. And it's how you bounce out of that and bounce through it, basically, that will enable you to do even harder things to fight even harder for your biggest dreams because nothing is unattainable. 
anything that you envision for your life is basically possible and you can get there. You just have to fight for it and you just have to try. And I know that Hani's episode last week really symbolizes that. And I know that our our next episode as well will also symbolize that for you. Janani is a beautiful human who shares a beautiful, beautiful story of how to follow your heart and being successful. And that's why I wanted to mesh this episode right into the middle of these two beautiful interviews because they're both pertinent to the subject. So I hope you got you guys got something out of this episode. If you did, please screenshot it and post it on your Instagram story as well. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at fashion letters you are passion. And I'll talk to you guys next week.